Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we're going to pick up in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, starting in verse 10. If you've joined us, we have been talking about God bringing us through crisis, through the process of hunger, and hunger causes us to search. Search causes us to receive the revelation of God's word, something that God himself can only do and quicken by his Holy Spirit in our lives to bring us both understanding and insight into what we're supposed to do. And then that in turn brings us to realization. Realization brings us to the to the process of having received something real, knowing something real, living something real, having had something real done in our lives in such a way that we want to enter into God's service. And when we enter into serving God in any area of our lives, then we want to fully surrender and obe- we want to be obedient and fully surrendered unto Him. This is what the scripture says. When you have eaten and are full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given thee. All of God's goodness is directed at us as long-suffering on his part, but as a purpose for us to repent. When I say that, I mean what he does, he does it so that we can recognize that we are wrong in our lives and he is correct in his. In what he does for us, he is good, even though we may sometimes consider it evil or bad, which was we had, what we, we had looked at yesterday. But everything that God does flows from his goodness to mankind, and to the believer. When God dealt with Israel, he meant everything for good. Every action of his, according to Jeremiah, was to do them good. They just didn't simply understand that, and sometimes we don't understand it either, because we will actually accuse God of saying, why did he permit that? Or why did he permit this thing to happen? And many times without realizing our accusations against God are actually evil. Because what God is doing is good for our behalf. To be able to bring us into the good land. The good land, remember, it did have giants in it. Yes, it had cities that were walled. It had people that had fierce looks in them. Uh, It it had uh, contradictions against what they were accustomed to. But nonetheless, like Joshua and Caleb, we are able to take the land. We're able to take the walled cities. We're able to take down the giants. We are able to conquer it and truly receive the promise of where every place where the soles of our feet touch has been given to us. And many times that means venturing into territory 
that has not been conquered yet, and it means that we will have to draw the sword of the Spirit, and we're going to have to take the shield of faith, and we are going to have to do battle. The land has been already given to us as an inheritance. All we have to do is go in and possess the land. That was what he had told them. That's what he had promised them. And of all the promises of the word of God, they are given to us so that we can be partakers of his divine nature, partakers of the grace of God, partakers of the faith of God, partakers of the mercies of God, the long sufferings of God, the goodness of God, partakers of all of these things. And in the process of it, the Holy Spirit wants to bring about in our lives the fruit of, of love and kindness and, and tenderness and the, the, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace. Uh, bring all these things about. But it, but it does mean that we have to take that step of faith and walk according to His Word. And not forget, not forget where He brought us from to where we are today as far as his miracles, the things he has done, the transformations, the changes, even our understanding and reasoning, even our capacity to see into tomorrow from today because of the promises of his word. So in verse 11 it says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Jesus, in John chapter 15, talked about, He that loves me will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep them. Meaning, the commandments of God are not to be forgotten in the aspect and in the sense that they are still the guide, they are still the things and we have to also remember, it's not necessarily talking about just Ten Commandments, but he's talking about all his commandments, and all of his commandments are wrapped up in just one. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, all that's in thee, and love thy neighbor as thyself. So his commandments incorporate much more than just simply taking the Old Testament. And, and we're not trying to keep the Old Testament commandments to live by them. We live by the first two that Jesus gave us. And in doing that, and in keeping the law of love, we have fulfilled the law of liberty. In other words, that we have accomplished everything that God wants us to accomplish by walking in His love. But he says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. And in not keeping his commandments and his judgments, his statutes, which I command thee this day. So those things combined, forgetting God and forgetting his commandments, will get us into trouble. Because we'll forget as, as, as soon as we have eaten, as soon as we have partaken of God's goodness, Let's say we needed a job desperately and he answers us. And then we get so caught up in the job that we forget. 
We forget from where he brought us. We forget what he brought us into. And, 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 and we're full. We're, we're full of now the schedule of the goodness that God has given us. He's given us a job. And then we have a job. We buy a car. Nothing wrong with having a job. Nothing wrong with having a car. And then we're blessed enough that we buy a house or we have a house or we rent a house, whatever, however. But then it begins to take away from our time from him. The car begins to take time away from him. The job begins to take time from him. See, we're full of what he has blessed us with. We're full and overflowing with the goodness, the good land that he has given us. But in the process, the danger of forgetting, forgetting what he has done for us and forgetting his commandments, we are to bless him. That is the process where which we enter into so that we do not forget when we have eaten and are full. Don't forget, but bless the Lord. And we have so many, so many, so many scriptures in that area. One of the favorites is Psalm 103, verse 1 and 2 and onward. It says, a Psalm of David, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. See, it starts off with blessing the Lord, and then it says, you don't forget. Don't forget. If you're blessing the Lord continually by letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly, according to Colossians 3.16, and dwelling in you in all wisdom, then that means that wisdom is used to make the decisions on how to divide the day and partake of the day and share the day with God's people, with God, and then with the things that He has provided in our lives. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart unto the Lord. See, that sounds to me like blessing Him, blessing Him for His goodness, but in song. And then it says in uh, verse 17 of Colossians 3.17, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. This is important for us to understand because it is easy for us to forget from where he has brought us and substitute other things in his place. Never substitute what he has given us for our relationship with him. But at all times consider blessing the Lord with our mouth, with our lips, blessing him for his goodness and for all the abundance of all the things that he has done in our lives. According to the scripture, 
It says it this way, By him therefore, Hebrews uh, 13, 15, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And not just his name, giving thanks to him, like it said in Colossians, giving thanks to him in whatsoever you do in word or uh, in deed, giving thanks all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks unto the Father for what he has done and what he has accomplished in our lives. But there is the danger. It says in Deuteronomy 8.12, Lest when thou hast eaten and are full, and thou hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and your herds and your flocks have multiplied, and your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, that your heart be lifted up and you forget. That's verse 14. So all of it goes back to verse 10. When you have eaten and are full, that thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land. See, even though we all live on the same planet, we don't all live on the same plane. We don't live on the same status. Those that partake of the kingdom of God daily are living kingdom living. Even though there may be lack in the world, there is plenty in the kingdom. Even though there may be war and strife and who knows what else going on in the world, there is peace, joy, and love and the power of the Holy Ghost in the kingdom. We have to learn to partake of the goodness of his kingdom, the good of his kingdom, but also to bless and not forget, especially when you have eaten of the word of revelation that he has provided for us to enter in and are full. We're satisfied at that point. And then we don't want to forget, okay, it was God that brought me through in the process of my crisis, he has brought me to the fullness of his goodness and blessing. Don't forget to bless the Lord for all the good that he has done, for all the good that he has given thee. Well, I know that's a lot to take in today, but consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. Have a blessed day. But until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Every single second and minute of the day, we're closer to meeting him in the air and forever be with the Lord. Amen.